I'm here Ray at the Tyson. fundraiser. <laughs> I'm sure. going stag. I'm Michael. And I'm Tessa. And this is Civically Speaking. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Civically Speaking. My name is Michael Lasley. I'm the Executive Artistic Director at Civic. And my name is Tessa Montgomery. I am the Marketing and Media Manager here at Civic Theatre. And today we are going to be talking about the Education Fundraiser that is on June 10th. Awesome. With us today are two special guests. The Director of Music and Education, Brent E. Marty. Very special guest. And our Director of <laughs> Development and Administration, Ms. Julia Bonet. Hello. Hello. Welcome. And Miss Betty White. And Miss Betty White. Yes, yes. Miss Betty White. Miss Betty White is under <laughs> the most table. special She's guest. sleeping. Betty White's a dog, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not actually Betty not, White. It's not. The her actual her. Betty White is not under the table. <laughs> that would be <laughs> kind of awesome. Not here, at least. <laughs> I have some. You might be she under might someone be under else's a table. table. Else. Yeah, yeah, I'd have but. some real questions. Just, yeah. Woman can drink. <laughs> <laughs> So welcome. It uh, we just had a big Memorial Day weekend. Yep. Did you all have great, great fun, great plans? Yes. Um, yeah, it was lovely. And now we're um, back to it, mm-hmm. getting ready for the fundraiser. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little more about the fundraiser, all the basics and everything? Uh, I can. So this uh, is our big. It's sort of our big fundraiser for the year these days, um, and it is our education fundraiser. So we base it around our education programming, which is extensive here at Booth Talk and Civic Theater. It's coming up on Thursday, June the tenth, and uh, begins at six p.m. with cocktails and a seven p.m. sit-down dinner at the Ritz Charles in Carmel. And tickets are on sale as we speak. Um, there are still still seats available. And uh, it's going to be a great time, raise a lot of money to support our programs here at Civic. Definitely. Um, Yeah, as Brent said, single tickets are are still on sale. Um, If you just want to come by yourself or if you want (laughs) to just come uh, with a friend, it's $150 for a single ticket. Or you can get a table of eight for twelve hundred. You bring seven friends. Yes. Come on, people, get your friends together. Yeah, and yeah, and that means that we would raise more money if you do that. Definitely. Um, (laughs) Come by yourself is fine too. Sure. You can stag it. (laughs) I'm sure they'd be going stag to a junior. No. Well, what do you call it? Like where you meet people? Uh, I think you're correct, but it's. I think you. Might, you might meet the love of your life. You never know. <laughs> I mean, I'm holding out hope. Yeah, I was going to say anyway. that. Anyway. <laughs> Anything is possible. Yep. <laughs> it's really going to be a fun event. We we always have so much fun every year. Um, it is it is hosted by our Civic Theater Guild, which is a group of volunteers who are just fantastic. Mm-hmm. This year, the the fundraiser is headed up by Adrian Epstein, who is fabulous. Um, the guild started a couple of years ago. If anybody. Um is interested to know. It is, like Julia said, a volunteer organization um, that helps support mainly our education programming throughout the year in various ways, but the fundraisers are their big focus, and if anyone out there is interested in joining the Guild, you can contact us at education at civictheater.org, and we'll be happy to get you some information about that. Definitely. Does the, uh, I think the the fundraiser has its own unique website. Yes, civic21.givesmart.com. 
That's C-I-V-I-C 21.G-I-V-E-S-M-A-R-T dot com. C-O-M. <laughs> Sorry. Been good. Uh, you can also get a link to that website from our website, yes. which is civictheater.org with exactly. an R E because yes. we fancy. We've already got over 200 guests yeah, attending. Yeah, which is amazing. Woo-hoo. I feel like usually we're not at that point yet. Well, the so more the merrier, I always say. And the, uh, the event does continue to grow. It's gotten bigger each year that we do it and mm-hmm. uh, become a focus for our staff and our patrons and our board and our guild, obviously. Yes. Our uh, families, our junior civic families, it's a great way for them to come and support the program that is important to them all year round. We have a silent auction, which is actually opening today. Mm-hmm. And you can participate online at that same website that Julia mentioned, civic21.givesmart.com. Right. And if you can't attend the event, you can still participate. Always support the silent auction. And uh, that goes on up through the event, right? And then closes at the same time it would close at the event. How does that work? Yeah. Okay. So on June the 10th, you can still be bidding because the people at the event will start bidding as well. Right. And it's great. The system that we use will send you a text. So if someone outbids you, it'll say, hey. Yeah, and it's oh, it's so upsetting when you get that text and it's like, wait, I really want that thing. Not upsetting to me because I that makes people bid higher. Well, that's true, but but like there are a few things that like we've got some good stuff. I yeah. don't understand too. Yeah, bunch of yeti. Good bunch oh, of yetis. Yes, we like uh, the yeti. Amazing high value bottles of wine. Mm-hmm. I hear there's a dinner date with Michael Lastly and Marty Lemon. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you need some Thanksgiving pies, I'm auctioning that off. Yeah, there are some there are some great things. Maybe some fun experiences with Mr. Marty and Miss Holly. Yes. So yeah, lots of stuff at the fun, at silent auction that you can um, bid on and help support. We're also doing, and this is only for in person. You have to come to the event to do these things. We have a mm-hmm. wine pull, which, if you're not familiar, is a fabulous way to get good wine. <laughs> so then you pay your money, and then you you randomly select a bottle of wine, and the bottle of wine could be worth twenty dollars, or it could be worth like a hundred and twenty dollars. You don't know, so it's kind of a fun way to add to your wine collection at home, or just find some great uh, wine for sharing with friends. Right. So if you want to participate in the wine poll, you can get one bottle for $20, three bottles for $50. And then we do have some very nice bottles of wine that have been donated this year that are valued at $150 or above. So we're doing something kind of special this year where if you pay $150, you can get three of the regular bottles and then one very fancy bottle. So you are... That is that is not swill. No, it is it is actually <laughs> really wonderful because you know if the value of your highest bottle is 150, mm-hmm. it's basically like you get three bottles of wine yeah. for free. Right. So that is kind of the thing to go with, but that's only as supplies last. So right. once those bottles are gone, Makes sense. so you you want to get to the wine pool early. Yeah, get there early and go right to that wine pool. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, but if you do not get to the wine pool in time, uh, we are also doing a gift card pull which is like a grab bag that has uh, gift cards that are uh, gift cards that are valued at ten dollars or more to various uh, local restaurants and uh, first of all it's a great way to support local restaurants but also uh, you might get a hundred dollar gift card mm-hmm. out of there you never know and uh, those are ten dollars to uh, participate in the gift card pull yeah and they're not just restaurants I mean oh. a lot of them are but there are also some you know activities oh, or shopping know. opportunities oh, nice. um, local business local retail business yeah, which right. is wonderful. Um, so if you're 
you know, there are a lot of different experiences. Right, available. so it just becomes, it's like a fun game time, yeah. you know. When I was a kid, we would go do the cakewalk. Remember a cakewalk? <gasps> yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You'd go to the PTA thing, and you'd do the cakewalk, and you'd we, turn, yeah, and then, We used to have the fall festival. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Got a cake. Fall fest. The fall festival at and Catholic October school. fest. <laughs> Especially when you're a kid, there's no such thing as a bad cake. Right. right. They're all good cakes. Yeah. <laughs> unless, it, it, unless it had coconut. No. Yeah. No, no thanks. Sorry. <laughs> Tessa, but you can now, have all the coconut. But when you were a kid, did you like coconut? Yeah, I've always loved really? it. Yes. Oh, I love coconut. Oh, I love coconut. Oh, like Easter, they do the egg things. I know. Oh, they have one side usually, coconut cream with coconut flakes. Oh, I, I usually hate texture, but that's one like I love that. That's for me. It's the texture more than that. Like I love the smell of it, but I, I, don't. I just always wanted it to be white chocolate. Yeah, me too. So those two things, gift card, wine pool, you got to come to the event to mm-hmm. do. And what other things do we have? So um, I am really excited to announce what we're going to make you do this <laughs> year. <laughs> Jesus. So if you came to the fundraiser uh, two years ago, we had a challenge to um, push Brent out of a plane. <laughs> this whole thing is really That's sadistic, so you know? I mean, well, it wasn't because you should have seen my instructor. But... Uh, <laughs> Anywho, yes, okay. So always looking for various ways to raise money. Yeah, and and Brent is so good about volunteering after we tell him what he's going to do to do these things. So the first year we we raised money to get him to go skydiving. Uh, last year we had Mr. Marty's Big Adventure, which is based off of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh, a favorite of Mr. Marty's and mine. I love Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Pee Wee loves it too, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Watching Brent lay in the middle of a skate park oh with a, like a duck beak on his nose. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's all for the cause. Yes. So this year, because there are Summer Olympics this year, we have decided to do Brent Olympics. Mm. And that is one word. Brent Olympics. That's right. <gasps> oh, my God. Don't tell me that. The That's, look on her face uh, it says it all, folks. Gonna gonna that will be happening now. <laughs> that will be wonderful. I'm going to cry. <laughs> Pull it together. Okay, so Brent Olympics. This was the beautiful brainchild of Holly Stoltz. Yeah, she's always looking at ways to humiliate me. So falls right in. Falls right in. Um, so, with Brent Olympics, essentially, Holly has picked 10 events, and Brent will end up doing five. So, there are, um, you know, different events that our participants, our attendants, and even those who aren't attending can vote for Mr. Marty to do. It's so. $5 per vote. Correct. So you can vote as many times as you like, correct? Yes. Is it an either or for, yeah. for pairs, or are we just picking the top five? I think it's either or. Either or. Either. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, it's, <laughs> do we want Mr. Marty to do rhythmic or artistic gymnastics? <laughs> uh, do we want him to surf That's or, you know, do track and field? So tough. Yeah. I Just please don't make me do wrestling, please. (laughs) Traumatic incident in the eighth grade, and I please don't make me. (laughs) Oh 
Well, we'll like unpack that later. Traumatic. <laughs> right? Well, you were forced. No. <laughs> and I was so little. I was just little. I was little. All right. All, the, all of the all of the boys. Oh, I was traumatic wrestling. All right. Now it's probably not a thing say, anymore. I'm grateful that I was never forced yeah. to do that. Never. You can vote for me to do silly things. Yes. And what will what we'll end up doing is going around um, and our brilliant digital platforms manager, Caroline, will put together a video of Brent doing all these activities for five. us to share, to do five activities mm-hmm. for us to share with um, all of our civic family members. Yep. So bid on, bid high and bid off, and I say, yes. No limit to the number of bids. And then we have a we have a big raffle item this year. Yes, so, yeah, don't we? So we are partnering with Diamonds Direct as our exclusive jewelry provider, and um, this year they are providing two beautiful necklaces, each valued at $3,000. One is a single diamond, and then the other one's a ring of diamonds. They're Mm. beautiful. Mm. Um, Really classy, really simple, nice, gorgeous. Is this the part of the show where I do my Carol Channing impersonation? If you'd like. A kiss on the hand might be quite continental, but diamonds are a girl's best friend. Pretty good. She's here. She's here. Yes, Michael, it's like I'm here. I hope everyone will beat high on our diamonds at the education fundraiser. <laughs> Thank you, Carol. Oh, my God. <laughs> this episode. Thanks, Carol. Thank you to our special guest, Carol Tanner. Brought to you by Carol Tanner. Oh, my God. There's a way I remember you from junior seven. <laughs> <laughs> and every day. <laughs> the insanity continues, Tessa. Yeah, we should mention that Tessa, who is now our marketing uh, gal, was a junior civic student herself. Mm-hmm. And so she's all about supporting education Absolutely. here That's with right. our fundraiser, just like Carol Channing. <laughs> and as Carol would say, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, just saying. We are just so grateful to have her as a support. <laughs> Rest her soul from beyond the grave. Our, our raffle for the Diamonds Direct necklaces, they will be $50 a ticket, and you will get your choice uh, between the two necklaces. So whoever is the winner, you can buy it again, just like voting for the uh, Brent Olympics, you can enter the raffle as many times as you would like. And whoever wins gets to choose between two of these gorgeous pieces of jewelry. And do you have to be present to participate in the raffle? Yes, yes. So that is an um, in-person. And if you want to participate in the raffle and you are coming to the event, be sure to bring either a debit card or cash because it is a... True raffle. So it's law, state, state law. law. State, state law. Thanks, Indian. Yeah. <laughs> state law requires that it is in person and done with a debit card or cash. So if you would like some beautiful jewelry, come prepared with your With cash. those things, yes. Quiche. Beyond all these wonderful opportunities for our guests while they are at the event, there is a brilliant presentation that Mr. Marty. Um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, if you will. Yes. So, so the evening, uh, you know, we do dinner, which is lovely, cocktails and dinner, and uh, then we kind of sit down and we talk about 
we, we tell people what we do with our education programming here at Civic. And sometimes people are very amazed <laughs> at the amount of stuff that we do. But we like to give everybody an opportunity to understand what they're supporting. And within that, we started doing this education-based fundraiser in 2015. We started a series of awards that we give. So part of the presentation will include the presentation of those awards. And those are the Fantastic Family, in which we honor a family who has supported Civic in any variety of ways, whether it be in the classroom on stage or both or through fundraising efforts or what have you so the fantastic family award is given uh, to the entire family and then we have an outstanding alumni award which goes to somebody who participated in junior civic as a student and now has gone on to do great things uh, with a career in the arts whether it be theater or maybe elsewhere previous winners include last year was angela brown fabulous vocalist who appeared on Civic Stage uh, back in the 80s, I believe, Michael. Yeah. Right. And uh, we also honored Jordan Donica, who uh, recently starred in the Broadway production of My Fair Lady as Freddie Einsford Hill, and then uh, was also in the Los Angeles Company production of Hamilton as Thomas Jefferson slash Lafayette. Grace Morgan. Uh, who has toured in the Phantom of the Opera as Christine Daae. Uh, our first recipient was Mr. Todd Hawks, who um, is a local, uh, now an administrator in schools, but um, was a big junior civic um, student and uh, worked for us for many years as a music director and appeared on our stage as well. So, And then it, Morgan and JT. Uh, oh, and of course the Woodses. Thank you, mm-hmm. for, Julia. I, I left out Morgan and JT Wood. We honored the brother-sister team um, for their uh, participation in junior civic civic and civic productions as well as their current careers in theater uh morgan uh has been in hamilton one of the tours and the peggy tour peggy tour and peggy tour and peggy and jt was in a recent tour a national tour of rent the anniversary tour of rent the anniversary tour so they're both doing great and their parents amanda and woody uh have been great supporters of our programming as well so those that's the outstanding alum and then we created a new award a couple of years ago uh, in memory and in honor of Miss Peggy Cranfill, who was the director of education before I was, but continued to pr- uh, be an instructor for us and a big supporter um, with her whole family, um, who sadly passed away a few years ago. And we created this award that will honor excellence in theater education. So we always look to a person or it could be an organization or a group of people uh, that are out there working hard, not just for civic, but for arts education in general. So that award is also presented and I usually have a breakdown in the because <laughs> Peggy was such a wonderful person. So um, it's, Brent, it's, is, it's is, our pleasure to honor her. Is that still called the Yes Let's Award? The Yes Let's Award. That's right. Where does that come from? That comes from Peggy herself. She she would do a, it's a, a improv game and mm-hmm. uh, with her students and you know you would because there are no wrong answers. So she would say what do you, what what should we do next? And the kid would say let's do our stretches and she'd say yes let's yes. and then everybody does their stretches. And yeah, so it's it's uh, it's encouraging. It is it is and positive, you know, in the affirmative. So love it. Yeah. So Julia, you know, we have all kinds of fundraising efforts throughout the year. Lots of organizations do this. Why this particular format for the education fundraiser? Yeah, so Civic Theater has offered the only year-round education program since um, 1941, and um, in the state of Indiana, not just like everywhere. (laughs) In the world. In the world. Um, So education has always been 
a huge part of what Civic Theater does, and it's even in our mission statement. Mm-hmm. Um, our mission is to foster a love of theater through imagination, education, and participation. So for us, you know, everything we do is really about education, whether it is students in our classroom or um, our instructors going to a school to teach kids about telling a story through um, the tools of theater or whether it is, you know, providing opportunities for our volunteer actors on stage or, or in the rehearsal hall. Everything we do is really about education. For us, this is something that is so integral to our mission that it is something that we want to focus on for our fundraiser. You know, like we said, Tessa first got involved in civics through summer camp and classes. Mm-hmm. I first got involved when I was a kid in Joseph. You know, Marnie, Michael's wife Marnie, has been involved with her whole family. She's been involved since she was little. A lot of us have been introduced to civic theater as children and as students of theater education. And we have a lot of multi-generational uh, yes. families with us, too, whose grandparents, Marnie, in Marnie's case, um, grandparents and parents, and then now the kids. So yeah. it is... Uh, Family friendly, definitely, <laughs> to say the least. And you know, like some of my favorite memories growing up were going with family friends to see Joseph um, mm-hmm. and saying, "Hey, I, I want to do that." Well, and, and a, a, part, a large part of selecting our seasons goes around. You know, is this going to appeal to families? Sometimes things, not everything, but mm-hmm. we we certainly do spend a lot of time focusing on will this uh, w- will this appeal to uh, uh, parents bringing their kids to see? Right. Um, because we want to expose them right to this art form and to the arts at a young age to. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, because it's important. Because, because you know, musical theater, theater, the arts are, are so much more than just about putting on a show. You learn a lot of fundamental um, tools. Life in, skills. Yeah, life skills like teamwork, creativity, collaboration. Self-confidence. Self-confidence, mm-hmm. absolutely. Public speaking. Yes. You know, that there are, are, are so many skills that a, a student might learn on a sports team, but if that's not your jam, like me, mm-hmm. theater is where you learn to to trust other people and to build that teamwork and to build that confidence. And for us, you know, everyone at this table, it's so important and such a big part of our lives that we just want to share that with as many people as possible. And this fundraiser allows us to raise support to do that. Right. And to explain what it is. And it's such a collaborative art form, too. Mm -hmm. So it it does focus on not just you. (laughs) It takes a village uh, to produce a show, to be in a show, to uh, rehearse a show. Everything is all about multiples of people. Yes. Very seldom do you have a one-person thing. No. It just doesn't really exist. You, no. Even if you're doing a one-person show, you have to have a director, yep. a lighting designer, mm-hmm. a sound designer. You have to have, you know, all the things. So I just really feel that for kids, the group activity of it, like you mentioned, like a sport activity would be being on a team. You are a part, if you're in a show, you're part of a team. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to the closing question and answer session. Oh, uh, I just wanted to, I want to touch a little bit, you know, we are coming out of a pandemic here and I think <laughs> we'll have a lot of people who have questions about how this will be handled in an in-person fundraiser. Yes. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So we are, are still determining the best measures for safety at the event, and we will do what we can to ensure that everyone is safe. One thing that we are doing is typically we do a buffet. This year we're doing a plated dinner with double entrees, and there is a vegan option. So if anyone is <laughs> vegan or vegetarian, and it sounds amazing. I'm kind of like, um, I might, might choose. Be the <laughs> but we're we're really you know we're paying attention to uh, what's going on in our community and the guidelines and um, we will adjust 
as we appropriately. Yes. I'm sure we will update everyone. We're just things looking Definitely. forward to, to it being an in-person event. You know, last year we had to do it virtually, which was fine. And I think we did a very nice job with that. But being in person, seeing our friends and our supporters, our, our junior civic families together, whether, you know, masks on or not, I don't know. But that will be real special. Definitely. I should also mention there are a couple of performance moments in the in the evening, you know, uh, we'll have a performance from our YAP students, our Young Artists Program, which is for high school kids, um, and coordinated by Miss Ann Beck, and uh, we'll also have a performance by Act One, which is Junior Civic's premier performing troupe. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you both for joining us and talking to us so much about this. Um, it sounds like an amazing evening. I can't wait to be there, um, yep. and again, to be in person with all these people for the first time it will be amazing amazing after last year it's like all right let's i want to see these people i miss them (laughs) we are going to move on to our final (laughs) betty why she doesn't want this to end no (laughs) first tess is going to tell you what's coming up (laughs) coming up on the next episode of our podcast we're going to keep talking to miss julia bonet and we're going to learn more about her personally and just Get a Get, getting into Can't wait for that. <laughs> so, to close our first full-length episode with guests, mm. we are going oh, to... Yeah, we are the inaugural guests. Yes. You are the inaugural guests. Thank you. Show. For those of you who watch things like Inside the After Studio and in any number of other shows... It's become fairly traditional to close the set of questions, originally patterned after Proust. The Proust questionnaire. The Proust questionnaire. Mm-hmm. So we've come up with sort of our own version of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to ask each of you to answer individually. We're not going to go back and forth. I'm so so you'll each, you each get to answer, but it's got to be quick. Don't think yes. too long about it. It should be your first impression okay. to the question. Um, okay. I failed my comedy sports audition. So. <laughs> <laughs> I have faith in you. You'll be fine. <laughs> it's not improv. It's just you being it's just natural. You, just it's answer, fine. Just, you just just answer the question honestly. That's all you got to do. That's, that's the hard that's part. That's scary. I know. <laughs> all right. Okay, question number Shoot. one. What's your favorite show? Into the Woods. I always go back to um, Les Mis, I guess, I, just because it was a seminal. Like, I saw that and went, oh, <laughs> I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Question number two. What's your least favorite show? Oh, <laughs> um, I saw Rocky the musical on Broadway. Oh, that was oh. an experience. Okay. My least favorite show. They made something. Yeah, it would. They they brought the boxing ring out into the audience and made everyone in the first three rows go up on stage, yeah. and it was just like a logistic. Like it that's, made me so anxious. Oh my god, it was awful. Uh, I, it's uh, you know. This is just so sounds so biased. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I think it's just a stupid show, but a lot of people love it. So no offense to those of you who, and especially uh, Dorcas, all the Dorcases out there, all the AKA Dorcases. Holly Stones. Question, <laughs> Question number three. What role would you love to play? But at this point in your life, you're completely inappropriate for it. Oh my God. Um, I will always be inappropriate for it, um, but. I I would love to be seaweed and hairspray in my next life. Oh my god, that I just love him. I just love him. That's amazing. Uh, I I yeah. I don't know if I'd pay to see them. I would probably want to be Mama Rose. Mm. <laughs> I would pay to see just that. Just pull that. 
pull the Raptors down with that breakdown at the end of that show. My God, yeah. All right, next one. What's your favorite sound? Ooh, the crack of a baseball bat. Very nice. Okay. That's, Julia is like on point with all of this stuff. The uh, pop of a champagne cork. Mm, that's, that's, that's good. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. Last of the five. If you did not currently work in the arts, what else would you do? Or what would you do if you didn't have your job now? <laughs> like well, realistically? You know, they say those who can't, well, those okay. who can't teach and those who can't teach. I don't, what is it? Like, there's uh, a lot of, like, those who can't teach. It's those who can't do teach and those who can't teach teach gym. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I guarantee you I would not be teaching gym. No, no. That would be. That brings a little wrestling thing back into it. It does, but it would really be, people would love the class. So they'd be like, just do whatever you want. <laughs> Be interesting. You'd want a free ticket to that. Yes, I would. Uh, if I wasn't in theater, and what would I be doing? Um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I've always had an interest in like, um, <laughs> this is going to sound weird, but math, mm-hmm. like mathematics, like isn't that's part of why the music thing is so yeah. like puzzles, yeah, puzzles and math and things that fit together. So something in engineering, maybe. I but I would have had to go to school for that. Um, I'm like Brent. I, I love puzzles and, and I like math. Um, so I, and I love data. So probably something with data science, data analysis. Um, that would she be great. I was so excited during my interview when I said, I know how to do a VLOOKUP. <laughs> well, my, yes. the formula so that I did in my Excel sheet for the ticket sales is an HLOOKUP. So it's just the opposite. Well, it's the same as a V. It's just horizontal instead of vertical. And you've lost me. Um, Even though I like math, you've lost me. For, yeah. for, for those who don't care about math, um, my true dream is to be an Olympic figure skater. Yes, I did know that. Thank you for joining us. This has been Civically Speaking. My name is Michael Lastly. And I'm Jess Montgomery. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you.